for and runs a famous podcast and uh, he'll be kind of moderating the session with yes. our panelists um, and uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it and get some insights about the AI world and a lot of the use cases current and future. Um, one thing I'd like to mention before starting is that uh, we still have mentoring sessions. If you're not aware, you can sign up on the app or you know, go to the wait list um, in case you're interested in any of those. So feel free to do that. Great. Nick, leave it up to you. All right. Welcome, everybody. So glad to be here. My name is Nick Larson. I'm the host of Silicon Zombies, where we bring you the best brains from the Bay to beyond. So we know that continued innovation is crucial to uh, long-term sustainable success for our startups, and uh, especially when leveraging really cool tools. Now, artificial intelligence, the, the title, the name was first coined in 1956 by John McCarthy, a, a data scientist way back in the day, but things have changed quite a bit. And fortunately for us, we've got three brilliant minds that are going to help us understand what are these tools, how do we use them, and, uh, and, and how to get the most juice out of that squeeze. So we've got Noli McDonald, Jim Hornthal, and Valerie Trask. And so please, maybe we can start off with a couple quick introductions about yourself. Valerie, kick us off here. Hi, good afternoon. I'm Val. I, I teach at the University of Washington. I teach a non-theoretical entrepreneurship class where students start real companies and become profitable in a short period of time. Um, and then I have my own consulting practice, um, and I work primarily in emerging tech. And it, it feels like a long time ago now, but about a year and a half, two years ago, I was doing some interim work for um, an AI data uh, company. So I've learned a lot in the last two years since then. Jim, please. Sure. Um, I am a parallel entrepreneur, which is someone who's not smart enough to go one at a time. Um, I am also an active angel investor and, like Al, an entrepreneurship educator. Steve Blank and I began teaching the Lean Launchpad class at Stanford and Berkeley around 2011. And we were touched by the NSF to create a program called i which made us create a company called Launchpad Central, which we'll talk more about later. Hello, my name is Noli MacDonald. I am CEO of Clean AI Technologies, and we are going to market uh, in Q3 of next year with an augmented and virtual reality company. And I'm here today to kind of share some insights on the MarTech stack that I built out. And I think that startups have a really unique opportunity here because, you know, the bigger you get, the harder it is to change up what programs and uh, SaaS solutions that you have. So I think this is going to give you a little insight into some of the AI tools that will help scale your business and do it cost-effectively. Beautifully put. Thank you. Um, now, we've got a lot of founders and investors and technologists in the audience, and, and we know that there's Claude and ChatGPT and all sorts of interesting tools, but there's probably a lot of really cool tools to help us save time, build process, and leverage data. Um, so, Valerie, or Val, let's, let's start with you. What, what should we be looking for when we're looking at these, these tools to help uh, startups uh, you know, there's so much that's happened in the last 12 months, and the next 12 months are going to be even, it's going to be noise at some point. There's going to be so many opportunities that I think going back to the grounding principle of what am I trying to fix, instead of looking at what tools are out there and grabbing as many as you can, think about what problem am I trying to solve, whether it's within your company or externally. Very well put. Jim, same question. Yeah, so I think problem curation is what successful entrepreneurs are good at, understanding the need and then building towards it. Um, I'm actually a co-founder and on the board of two companies that have been doing AI before AI become a buzzword. 
uh, and it's really part of the ultimate solution. So we'll see more about that with what Noli's done and what we'll talk about. But to me, um, you know, the chat GPT today is like search was when it first came out. It's useful, but it's not an end result. It's a tool. And how you integrate these resources to build success for yourself is a challenge we all face every day. Noli, what do you look for? So I think the, the main thing I look for is usability, adoptability, and I want to make sure that it's as cheap as possible because startup life, well, hey, we don't have a lot of money, right? So I try to find things that will solve problems and uh, looking at what I need in the quickest amount of time for the least amount of money. And that's, that's really kind of it in a nutshell. I've looked at hundreds and hundreds of AI tools, and that's given me a lot of insights into the ones that I think are really going to help solve some business problems that startups typically have. Which ones have really surprised you at just how uh, the ease of usability, what, what was most shockingly awesome for you? Uh, there, well, I'm going to go over a bunch of the tools, but the, I think the one that stood up to me is there's one called Obo Group, and if you think about... Uh, intranet, and you have uh, certain maybe acronyms for your company or your HR policies or whatever someone working for your company or even prospective customers that want to learn about your company, you can train a data pool on uh, responses to those questions. Let's say, I want to know what are available medical plans, right? Instead of going on the intranet the old-fashioned way, you can just simply go on and ask, and the AI is trained on your specific company's policies, Mm -hmm. uh, anything that's specific to what you you know, acronyms, what does this stand for for this company? It's going to be different across the board, right? And so that's going to help with saving a lot of time and being efficient to get the answer to the end user quickly. Yeah, Jim, did you want to add to that? Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of what we're speaking to, Nick, is going to be, I've seen some of the slides coming up. We'll, we'll be able to do that in context, I think. Great. So do we, uh, do we want to go to the next slide here? Or? Sure. Okay. Perfect. So I'm, I'm kicking it off actually with a tool here. Let's Oh, it's not. It's not working. You want to point over there? On the, on the screen. There we go. Oh. Ah, so that's working, but we're not seeing what you're seeing. We need sound. Sound and the cheat monitor also. There we go. We go back until they get the sound on. That's us. Recognize us anywhere. <laughs> We could just keep rolling with it. Yeah. You think? Um, well, uh, kind of need to go forward. <laughs> maybe point down there. I don't know. Well, just just to keep the, the momentum. Um, maybe what are some interesting applications that uh, that you've seen, Jim, from a from a tools perspective? Yeah. Um, again, back to solving the problems. Um, all the companies I'm working with are dealing at an API level and trying to integrate a solution based on hundreds of simultaneous prompts and integrations so that they're not just giving you a narrative or a report or uh, a point solution, but trying to be a little more comprehensive. Isn't that kind of tricky, like when the API changes and everything else has to change as well? Or how can we think about this proactively? Uh, Again, it's the engineering group responsible historically in tech and today is no different. Um, That's part of the job, is staying on top of those changes. And if that were a problem, then no one could build anything repeatable or scalable. Sure. So I, I actually, we have on a priority list of the top 1,000 problems, that hasn't made it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it could, yeah. but it hasn't been a problem yet. Yeah. And you know, we're integrating Claude with Anthropic, 
GPT-3 different than GPT-4, BARD, other LLMs, LLAMA, and depending on what you want, they have different characteristics and different functionalities. So the key is to have a recipe solution based on picking the best of each to, to deliver something of value. Yeah, and, and I guess it's helpful to kind of to, to, to the other points that you made is to know what we're looking for. Right. Like with uh, GPT, I believe there's a uh, there's a limitation on the number of characters, but if we look at Claude, for example, it's it's like ten times larger from a data set perspective, right? There there are subtle and profound differences depending on what you're trying to do. Back in the days when there were 14 search engines, Ask Jeeves was better at some things than Yahoo than others. Um, but I think there's a shakeout in search the same way there will be in some of the AI tool sets. Got it. Well, there's certainly a, a bunch of tools that are helping us uh, streamline processes, make more data-formed decisions. I know that ClickUp is a, a pretty neat one, Unity Central for supply chain. What are some, some other interesting applications that, uh, that you've seen uh, here? Oh, here we go. Now, this now is a rolling. good way to kick off. Okay. So, ladies and gentlemen, innovators and visionaries, this is a tool welcome to the Speed. LG Nova Innovation Festival. We're here today to dive deep into the world of cutting-edge technology, and what better way to start than with our session on Startup Launchpad, AI Startup Tools. Now, AI isn't just the future, it's the present. And I'm here to guide you through this exciting session. Before we jump into the serious stuff, how about a little joke to lighten the mood? Here it goes. Why did the AI developer go broke? Because he used up all his cash. <laughs> ah, programmer humor. Gotta love it. Now, before we bring our esteemed speaker, Nolly McDonald, onto the stage, let's delve into the extraordinary tool she'll be discussing, Synthesia. Synthesia, a true marvel, crafts lifelike avatars offering over 200-plus styles and supporting 100-plus languages and dialects. It's the very technology that brought me to life right here before your eyes. You see, I am not a human presence, but a creation of advanced AI, a testament to the power of innovation. This tool, Synthesia, is reshaping the landscape of communication, blurring the lines between reality and virtuality. And now, without further ado, Let's welcome the brilliant mind behind clean AI technologies, Nolly McDonald, to explore the limitless possibilities this technology has to offer. Buckle up. Okay, so I already did an introduction, so I'm going to skip past here, and I'm going to ask this, I gave him a name, Vincent, what the future of AI holds. Well, Nolly, I cannot tell the future, but I can tell you the witty themed t-shirt business will be booming. You know with slogans like, artificially intelligent, naturally sarcastic. Or 404 error, human intelligence not found. And my personal favorite, I for one welcome our new robot overlords. So I personally want to get the 404 error. We might do a little poll and see which one Consider you guys would... added to cart. So this is, a, like I said, Synthesia, and this is going to be, oh, I'm sorry. 
Uh, we're starting actually with lookup, but I will go over uh, on a later slide a little bit more about building avatars with Synthesia. It's a really cool tool, and I think it's going to replace a lot of the manual labor behind video editing and trying to do uh, training videos, marketing, all sorts of use cases for that tool. Uh, this first one that we're going to kick off with is called Looka, and this is a logo uh, for my company, Clean AI, and it was developed with uh, Looka, and they also allow you to uh, basically put your logo on a variety of different merchandise and mock it up and all of that. And you can really customize the look and feel. You can describe what kind of branding you want to have. Do you want it to be te more techy looking? Do you want it to look more earthy? So it, it, with descriptive type words, AI will generate your logo and basically give you something that would have cost back in the olden days a lot of money to have a graphic designer do. So <laughs> a significant cost saving there. This is a tool called Flicky AI, and this is for video editing. It also allows you to put podcasts together, uh, and it's really user-friendly. So I use this to basically do all of my video editing for my social media channels, but you really could use it for any, any sort of video editing that you need to do. So instead of hiring a videographer, like I said, this is something that I'm pretty sure anyone in this room would have ease of use to uh, go ahead and implement, and it's very affordable as well. And so this was an example of... Uh, Basically, Dreamscape Submersive is the name of the app that I'm going to market with next year. And this gives an example of what an output would be from this video editing tool. Midjourney. How many in here have heard of Midjourney? Okay. So this is a kind of an early uh, text-to-image uh, AI software. And so you can describe what you want, and the, the whole thing is you do forward slash imagine, and then you put in a prompt. And you can get really high-quality output that could be used for your marketing efforts to build maybe out a proof of concept and to really just speed up the process of getting imagery for your website, uh, that sort of thing. And so this is an example of an image that was created with MidJourney. And the prompt that I had put in was a luxury high-end living room with an edge-to-edge -edge wall screen that's portraying a space scene. And this is what it came up with. So this gives you, and you also want to specify usually if you want it to be photorealistic or if you want it to be more abstract, for example. So giving the style into the prompt will give you the output. You also have the opportunity to do iterative change with MidJourney, which is huge. So you can upscale it, downscale it. If you want to tweak little things that aren't quite exactly the way you want it, you can work with it back and forth. So that's going to save a ton of money on not having to necessarily hire a graphic designer. Although I see kind of the future of that field, graphic designers using this as a tool to get to the end output much, much faster than the traditional way of using Photoshop. And of course, ChatGPT. <laughs> so I actually uh, started writing a book with ChatGPT about a year ago. It's a modern day Terminator novel, shocker. <laughs> And what I've learned with using it is the prompt is the most important thing. And a lot of people may not 
understand how to give quality prompts. What I will say is you kind of want to preface it with the who, what, why, where, when, how. Uh, so I've put in a prompt that's literally a page long to get a paragraph of copy. But the reason you do that is the more you train the AI or chat GPT on what you want it to give you, the better quality output it's going to give you. So you can do the easy button and put in an easy little prompt, but you're probably going to get crap output. So this is uh, really going to be something that people that master the art of prompting, it's going to be huge. And this will allow you to write your business plans. It could, I have it do contracts that I then send to my attorney to review to make sure. I've used it to 